Oh, you're already here. Well, in that case, greetings, noble senors and senoritas. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and of course, their pets. The story I'm about to tell you is mysterious and full of great wonders. You may have heard that once upon a time, a man named Geppetto carved a puppet out of wood. <sighs> but then people started making up some silly stories about growing noses and whatnot. Tell me, have you ever seen a nose grow right in front of you? Here's an idea. Why don't you make yourselves comfortable and I'll tell you all about what really happened to the wooden boy. Sound good? Then here we go. the conversation over? Do you want to no. redo it? Take no. Do you want to redo our off-air, unscripted conversation? <laughs> we were having a great off-mic pod until... Who's who's taking the minutes on this podcast? Who's who, can we? Uh, do we have a stenographer that can go back, give us the notes? Uh, we had... Um, we, we had uh we were talking about coffee black yeah. coffee right for you sure antioxidants yep uh nick was Duncan. like it is it is the the cider that uh fuels humanity right it is the precious the nectar, nectar. nectar of the gods yeah, uh, as they, as the they gods. say america runs on duncan sure <laughs> sure does and there was, except um, for the west coast and there was free wi-fi Whatever that is. Yeah, it talked about yeah. free Wi-Fi yeah. at Starbucks yeah. when they didn't have drive-thrus and had Sarah Barella CDs. Yes, right at the register. And uh, what else? Homeless and, people, uh, homeless encampments. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> homeless encampments. Anyway, glad that we're caught up. Everybody, uh, everybody satisfied with that? I don't think they're satisfied, but we're here now. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> this is why is this a thing? <laughs> It's a podcast about movies, mostly bad ones, sometimes good ones. This week, not so much. <laughs> Definitely a bad one. Uh, the Oscar nominations came out today, but there was even a more important announcement for our purposes. It's the Razzie nominations. Oh, hell yeah. Lovely. Uh, I just want to read the nominees, and then I want to discuss something with you guys. Okay? Oh, I know what he's going to say. So... Worst picture, your nominees. Disney's Pinocchio. More on that later. <laughs> Good morning. Don't know what that is, but it's spelled like a mourner at a funeral. M-O-U-R-I-N-G. The King's Daughter, Morbius, and Blonde. Ada de Armas picks up a Best Actress nomination. Yep. At the Oscars. Best, did she get a Best Actress at the Razzies? She did wor- not. Worst Actress, rather? She no. did not. Okay. Uh, worst actor, Colson Baker, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly from Good Morning. Oh, that's what Good Morning is. Uh, Pete Davidson from Marmaduke. Didn't even know there was a Marmaduke movie this really? year. Uh, Tom Hanks from Pinocchio. And I think he also got a supporting actor for <laughs> um, Elvis. Uh, Jared Leto and Morbius, Sliced Alone, Samaritan. Uh, and then you have in Best Actress, Worst Actress, Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic Park Dominion. Oh, my God. Diane Keaton in Mac and Rita. <laughs> Kaya Kaya Scoladero in 
The King's Daughter, Alicia Silverstone in The Requin, and Ryan Kira Armstrong from Firestarter, a remake of Stephen King's Firestarter starring Drew Barrymore in the 80s. Uh, Ryan Kira Armstrong, 12 years old, gets a Worst Actress nomination at the Razzies, like we talked about last week with the young girl from Mommy Dearest, which also got a nomination in the early 80s. Mm. I propose that we uh, kill this bit. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, Fuck the Razzies. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm not She's a... 12. She's just getting started. Yeah. The Razzies is uh, pretty much horse shit. It's broken. I would point. say it's pathetic at this point. It's, it's, yeah, it's, they're too cute. They actually, the thing I hate about the Razzies is that I think we, the three of us here, would agree that they actually have an important role <laughs> in our like there actually is an important role in our society to recognize these horrible movies that come out every year. Like it actually serves a purpose, and they don't take their responsibility seriously. I, okay, so this is that's an interesting point because I I was thinking kind of along the same lines where it's like it is maybe important to take this seriously, and in some of those nominations that you listed, some of them I think are important to to highlight why they're bad. One in particular, which we are certainly going to talk about. Um, And yeah, I think, I think like for the betterment of the industry, I agree with you, Nick, but yeah, they're also, they can't help themselves. Like you said, they gotta be cute. (laughs) They're so annoying. And I I also like, I love when the Razzies list, like looks very similar to the Oscars lists. Like that says a lot, you know what I mean? And there's a few movies that you've listed that are on both. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, like, it's, just, it feels like they're taking cheap shots. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're, uh, picking things to be a laugh, not to actually, you know, be serious about the categories. Mm-hmm. Like their on-screen couple category yes. right. is always the worst every Broken. fucking year. It's right. stupid. They've gone down like an irony rabbit hole that just cannot be yes. fixed. They can't dig themselves out. <laughs> it's, it's like us with the Wattatties, except yeah. <laughs> where... <laughs> You know, three random dudes. Yeah, we're a silly podcast no one listens to. And uh, <laughs> they've and almost like elevated beyond their capability. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't. I think you're right, Nick. I think like so much of what they do um, is for the moment that the nominees get announced. Right. And and then their whole shtick is over. You know what I mean? Like, I think back in the early 2000s when like. Halle Berry went in person to accept her Razzie and then went on to win the Oscar that same weekend. I think like then it was more, first of all, it was, it was more meaningful to the culture in general. And I think you're right. It also identified a type of movie, a very specific kind of bad movie, right? Which were big studio swings and misses Mm -hmm. and, you know, miscalculations on the part of certain actors that are in their prime, you right. know, Will Smith it, and it, Wild Wild West or whatever. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. we know why Sly Stallone is in Samaritan on Amazon. You know what I mean? It's because he's old and washed up and he, and he's not getting any other offers. You know? All like, the Bruce Willis nominations last year. Oh, yeah. But that, that you have to look back on that you now. Know? That certainly has not aged well. Right. So, um, right. Yeah. So, I, I like think. Like, attacking a 12-year-old girl. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, some like in Mommy Dearest, even I kind of get it. But like, is she really the one you should be attacking in Mommy Dearest or should you be attacking maybe the big star who plays the lead role? 
Right. We're not having any sort of <laughs> laugh at her expense because it's not fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, you're, you're right. Like so much of it is like, oh, look how cute we are with our wordplay mm-hmm. as we nominate Tom Hanks and his bad fat suit makeup, you know, which I think was one of the nominees in best on screen couple. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Like right. Yeah. Right. Okay. I motion that this year for our um deciding who gets to pick a movie to force on the other two we just go with the oscars oh who who guesses the most yeah yeah okay i'm fine with that i agree i agree and we're a bad movie podcast that ain't bad and uh yeah i think i think this this style of criticizing bad movie has gone terribly out of fashion yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. Fuck the Razzies. Fuck the Razzies. Yeah. All right. Bit retired. Congratulations. Round of applause for us. <laughs> Killing bits. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. You need, a, you need to come up with a sound for when a bit is, has been killed. Uh, we, need, we need a cue. Here. Well, That's what I think. Like a chainsaw or something. Or how about this one? <laughs> Suck! <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bit has been uh, executed. Executed. Suck, bit kid. <laughs> okay, let's get to the movie. Sure, Adam, you Adam? picked this one. Oh, you got some. You got some splaining. Yeah, I got some splaining to do. Uh, yeah, I guess I do, don't I? Uh, but you want me to start explaining? Yes. <laughs> Well, the internet um, lost its shit over a certain movie that I was sort of fascinated by, um, mostly because um, one of my most anticipated movies of the year was um, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I was very excited for that one, and I was kind of following along to see how that was doing. And in the midst of my, you know, uh, excitement for that movie, I realized that there were three Pinocchio movies coming out in 2022. It was the War of the Pinocchio movies. (laughs) And guys, I saw all three of them. Wow. I saw all three of them. I saw two out of the three. I skipped the Disney one. Oh, boy. We're going to talk. It's an interesting conversation because I I think now there's there's not much discussion about like which is the best because it's blatantly fucking obvious. (laughs) But um. (laughs) Is that that's not the discussion anybody was no 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 no, no. like for. like even even before it came out it was pretty obvious how how this narrative was going to go that being said um it's now kind of fun to look at the other two which are sort of travesties in their own way i and i find it very funny to <laughs> compare the two and to talk about my personal experience with both and the wonderful surprise that happened <laughs> Because, um, yeah, that, um, I mean, this movie is just awful. It's just a abomination of a movie. It doesn't do anything correct. Everything about it is basically wrong. It's one of the, uh, worst, probably the worst movie of last year. I would put it at the, I'd put them, put it all the way at the bottom. It's certainly the worst I saw. Uh, there might be one thing that it does better than any other Pinocchio movie I've seen at least. Yeah. Je- well, but- does it tell the true story? Let me let me finish. <laughs> just cut cut to the bone, Nick. Um, just the facts. Let, let me finish here. Just <laughs> democracy dies in darkness. Right? <laughs> All right, and it's about time someone told us the true fucking story of Pinocchio. <laughs> Let's just rip out all the interesting parts, <laughs> like like Good the Lord. whale, the How nose. How are they not include the whale? 
about the whale. He does he he doesn't tell one lie throughout the entire movie. He's Not honest. a single lie. It's the like true story. It's the it's exactly the story about truth. It has to be true and honest. It's yeah. the Rocky Five of Pinocchio. That's it what is this is. So fucking. That's what this funny is. That they thought to themselves, <laughs> man. How do we differentiate? <laughs> This Pinocchio, because we got Robert Zemeckis making one. We got Guillermo <laughs> toiling in the lab for four fucking years, doing claymate, painstaking claymation, shot by shot. How do we differentiate from the crew? I know. We'll tell the true story. <laughs> and, and we'll introduce it with a fucking talking horse. Being like that, that fucking nose growing shit. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Uh, I'm going to give you the truth. Oh, my God. I will say this. (laughs) Um, Obviously, I don't have it in me to um, say that um, it's it's better than the Zemeckis movie. I can't can't get there. But boy, oh, boy, did I enjoy it more. (laughs) So much so, I love the movie. (laughs) I watched no, it twice. Don't. I watched no. it shot. twice. Stop it. <laughs> I watched you it twice. <laughs> I watched this shit twice in a row. Were you stoned? <laughs> no. I, I, I was, maybe I was stoned off of my own, like, like endorphins, I guess. Oh Your own bullshit. God. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I understand this is one of the worst movies maybe ever made. But fuck, is it funny? It's where did you watch it? How did uh, you watch it? What was your experience like? I watched it on my computer, uh-huh. on my lap, just laughing my uh, ass off on a laptop. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. On so, your lap, you were uh, looking down the whole time. That's exactly right. Pauly Shore oh, was on my lap <laughs> through the entirety of this. Watch. Were you watching it on Pluto TV like I was? <laughs> no, no, I watched it on Tubi. Yeah, well, I was no. on fucking Tubi. Is there really a difference? <laughs> is there, aren't those? Did no, you have commercials? No ads. No ads. So okay. That, oh that no, had, ads on TV. that helped tremendously. Oh, I, because I, like, I watched it ooh. with nonstop, incessant children's ads. <laughs> right, and the same and, ad every time. Right, right. <laughs> right. It was See? Pluto TV for kids, and I was getting SpongeBob Minecraft oh, crossover no. ads. Oh no! See, I saw the Pluto TV. I'm like, I ain't watching that shit because those ads are going to be incessant. I couldn't it do was it. Hell. Oh, I, 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 I can believe it. Um, this is like the funniest movie I've, I've seen in many, 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 many years. I have not laughed so hard at a movie in quite a long time. Um, it, it is one of the most incompetent scripts. It's, <laughs> it is insane, well, it's guys. it's not really a, it's not really a script. Here's why. It, okay, so this is a Russian yes. movie. We should specify. Right. And we've uh, dipped our toe in these waters from time to time. We did a movie called, uh. What was it? I- Iron Mask? Yes. With Arnold I think there's, it had about 30 titles. You can mix match any words you want. And you'll probably be pretty close. Right. Exactly. Just play Mad Libs with the title. The the Mask of the Dragon's Iron Daughter Egg. Yeah. Enter the Dragon. Prob- whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And, and it was billed as like, yeah, like Jackie Chan and Arnold finally are going to fight on screen. Oh my right. God, yeah. But most of it is just kind of this silly. I think I don't know if it was a Russian or Chinese or I forget. It was what. a Russian Chinese co-production. Well, that's why I forgot. Um, so we've done this every once in a while. Usually we like to kind of stray away from these because they're not the kind of bad that often leads to a lot of content. Sometimes you get some pearls in there, though. Uh, this I did not consider one of the pearls. Ooh. But 
it is only redeemed by the fact that this Russian production was dubbed over. <laughs> yes. Pretty shoddily, might I add, by the way. This pretty shoddily. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you know, I'm talking about so- the fact that the lips didn't match anything. Yeah. <laughs> but it was dubbed over with the vocal stylings of Tom Kenny, aka the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants, as yes. Geppetto. Uh, John Heater, aka Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, didn't even realize he was alive still. <laughs> what did you think happened to him? I don't know. He died I thought he died from COVID or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I thought something. he was like kidnapped by some like overseas cabal or whatever. Well, and, maybe he was. Maybe he was kidnapped by Russian oligarchs and forced yeah, to make this sounds movie. possible. That now. would actually explain yeah. where he's been. Uh, as the horse Tibalt. 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 And. <laughs> Yeah, didn't he call him like Tipalt? Tipalt. Yeah, he Tibalt. Like a P. There's there's many variations on Tibalt. I promised that I would perform tonight. I gave them my word. <laughs> and you huh? will keep your word. I swear on my beautiful regal name. <gasps> Tibalt, you found us! Of course I did. You didn't think you could get rid of me that easily. And of course, Polly Shore is Pinocchio. Father, when can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole world to see. <laughs> yes. So I was, I was so hoping you pulled some bits. Dude, that was the only one I pulled. But the rest will be inserted in post. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> this clip of the trailer... Father, when can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole world to see. <laughs> was seized upon <laughs> by the internet, specifically TikTokers. TikTok. The Zoomers. The they, Zoomers. They loved it. <laughs> the Zoomers who didn't know who Pauly Shore was, clearly. <laughs> but they knew who Pinocchio was. Really quick, I don't want to sound like an old man, like yeah. screaming, get off my lawn or whatever. Right. But Gen Z has mastered the art of thinking they're discovering things that are very old, in fact. It's so fucking annoying. (laughs) All of their memes are referential and they don't realize it, which is why all of Gen Z humor is nonsensical because they don't actually understand the references they're making and therefore it becomes this illogical nightmare fuel. They just, like, adopted, um, like, like, uh, apparently they're renaming yoga pants or something (laughs) like that. They... they, they, (laughs) They're like, wow, these really comfortable, tight little pants that form around our butts are so nice. And I, we're going to give, I forgot what the name was. Abby came to me. She's like, I, are you fucking kidding me? They're yoga pants, you idiots. Abby was getting pissed off at them. I, I can't get on TikTok. I can't do it. <laughs> it's I, horrifying. Everybody tells me I got to get on TikTok to promote my shit. Oh, Gen C says flared leggings. Ah, uh, flare leggings. I wear my flare flared leggings. leggings. Oh my God. So Gen Z didn't know who Polly Shore was. And in fairness, uh, you know, we're late period millennials. And by the time that we had come of age, Polly Shore was already a relic of the 90s. What was your first exposure to Polly Shore? Because I have a vivid memory. I want to say it was an ad for my DVD copy of um, um, uh, Dodgeball. And uh-huh. I think there was a clip for Polly Shore is Dead, which is a mockumentary yes. that he. And I'm like, who the fuck is Polly Shore? Right. Yeah. So exactly. So by the time you're like getting into movies and buying yeah. DVDs, he already had done his like comeback yeah. kind of meta mockumentary exercise. Exactly, right? exactly. Uh it was probably on Stern. It was probably just like popping up on radio shows or talk shows or whatever. Like I wasn't. That like, might be 
See, like, I recognize his voice, but this is probably my first real. Hey, buddy. But, like, I recognize his voice completely. It's probably from Stern that I recognize it. My dad used to listen to Stern a bit. Well, it's either like, that or the Goofy movie, if you ever saw the Goofy movie. Sure, yes. He he has a pretty prominent voice performance in the Goofy That movie. might be his, funny enough, his most well-known good movie, if anything. It's probably his best movie. So, <laughs> how do you explain to Pauly Shore? <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, Pauly Shore. How do you explain Pauly Shore? Pauly Shore is a guy whose mother was ne- Mitzi Shore. Nepo baby. The original Nepo baby. <laughs> Mitzi Shore. Oh, you don't know the term Nepo ne- baby? Ne- don't start, Nick. <laughs> is- this, this, is- this is just a big TikTok episode. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the fucking time. <laughs> Oh, so, nepotism. Okay. Yeah. It's, so. Uh, oh, he's a nepo. He's, <laughs> my skin is about to melt off of my body. <laughs> oh, my God. His mother is Mitzi Shore. Mitzi Shore owns the world famous comedy store on the Sunset Strip. And uh, yeah, she kind of greased some palms and got him involved in show business. And I believe he started at the age of 17 doing mm-hmm. stand-up. And one of his earliest gigs was as an MTV VJ. And in his early 20s, he became one of America's most prominent MTV VJs. Along with, like, Carson Daly and Kennedy and, you know, I- icons like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was really big on on MTV. I think he had a show called like Paulie Says or something. Um, and eventually parlayed that into a moderately successful movie career. Specifically, at first, at first. Specific, <laughs> specifically with a movie called Encino Man from I think it was 1991, which I watched today mm-hmm. just for reference, just to kind of get in the Paulie Shore state of mind. That movie is insane, dude. So Brendan <laughs> really? Fraser plays a fucking caveman. Uh, Sean Astin plays a high school student. This is post-Goonie Sean Astin, but pre-Rudy Sean Astin. Uh, and Pauly Shore is his buddy. Yeah. That is where the hey, buddy catchphrase comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they, so you look at the credits. It's like Sean Astin, Brendan Fraser, both, or Brendan Fraser, it's his debut. Sean Astin had done a couple things. And then... Pauly Shore gets the and Pauly Shore credit card. So everyone's like, this fucking Pauly Shore, man, this is the next guy. Man, this is, you know, this is our modern day Charlie Chaplin, oh, you know, no. in the 90s. Oh they God. were sure. So he develops his character in the movie. <laughs> I'm looking at the DVD cover mm. and it says, if you liked Wayne's World, you'll love Encino Man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So Pauly Shore is doing this thing in that movie that is kind of in the vein of, as you said, like Wayne's World. Uh, there's a little bit of like uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in there. Uh, it's that Valley Girl kind of surfer bro California thing I, in the 90s. I've seen the We Need the Juice scene where he's in the convenience store or whatever, which is right bizarre. Where him and Brendan yeah. Fraser slurp the ices right out yes. of the machine. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, so he, you know, he's doing this thing which it's like even for us it was too early for us but like you kind of had to be there to get it i think (laughs) would we have gotten it i don't know the whole valley girl i think like it this type of comedy was done best in clueless and i think that was 1995 Mm -hmm. but you know like if you've seen like the californians snl sketch of like hey like uh, brad what are you doing here 
Like Pauly Shore was integral in the formation of that subgenre, if you even want to call it a subgenre. Mr. Morgan, if you're edge because I'm wheezing on your grind, it's just chill. Because if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happen at my pad, I'd go grind over there. So don't tax my gig so hardcore, Cruster. English, they only speak English. Did you like the movie? It's I. All right. It's okay. Okay. It's insane to me, though, because Pauly Shore comes up with this character, the weasel, who pops up in all these other movies. It's kind of like his tramp, you know, where he does like this slurpy sound. He goes, I'm the weasel. Uh, (laughs) And that's kind of his whole thing. It's like, hey, buddy. And he does that for like 10 years. And obviously he fizzles out. And um, I saw him on Rogan recently. And he was kind of like, yeah, like people don't realize like. Before Sandler, before Jim Carrey, before Mike Myers, I was doing movies. And it's like, yeah, well, those guys are actually good actors, and you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Should we be doing Encino Man? Um, Should we do Encino? Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, the only reason I'm. Because, like, I'm looking here. So it, it looks like the international release of Encino Man was called California Man. Is that right? Interesting. Because I'm seeing a lot of posters saying California Man. I found another one in French, and I found one in English that says, if you enjoyed Bill and Ted's, you'll love California Man. (laughs) 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 That's their whole ad campaign is picking better movies. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is Encino Man, anyway? What is that? Um, I'm assuming Encino is a California town or yeah, city. Yeah, it's a suburb. Yeah, it in is. LA. Okay. So yeah. the, the plot of the movie is Sean Astin is digging out a swimming pool. He's a he's a high school loser who can't get with the hot girl in high school. And his only friend is Polly Shore. And now you <laughs> understand why the, you know, the, the pussy is not exactly flowing for these two gentlemen. And uh, and uh, they, they're digging out of the fucking hole for the swimming pool in their backyard and they stumble upon a caveman frozen in ice. And that caveman is a new to the, the silver screen, Brendan Fraser. The, the who, whale himself. The whale himself, Adam. <laughs> who, like a wrecking you see, ball. Just, you see how this all comes full circle? Pauly Shore is Pinocchio and yes. Brendan Fraser is his whale. There yes. we go. It was a perfect choice, Nico. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> Right. And so uh, Brendan Fraser is actually really fun in the movie. You can tell early on, like, he's really good at physical comedy and he does a lot of of it in there. The, what's just bizarre to me is how how they frame Polly Shore as like the next big thing. In this. Like, they're so sure the Polly Shore thing is going to be a thing at the point where credits at the end. It says like his catchphrase again in the movie is. Uh, uh, hey, what did I say? Hey, buddy. Mm. So it'll be it says. The end, buddy. And then it cuts to him talking directly into the camera, Ferris Bueller style, being like, the weasel will be back. Oh, God. The weasel was back in movies like Biodome and shit like that. That ain't good. Polly Shore, dude. I think we had to be there. I think we had to be there to get it, you know? Uh, Yeah. I don't don't think I've ever heard anyone talk glowingly about Polly Shore, though. I'd love to meet these people. Uh, the movie that hurls all over Wayne. <laughs> if you liked Wayne's World, you'll love Encino Man. Bill and Ted have never had this excellent adventure, and Wayne and Garth have never met their match. <laughs> God damn. It was the 90s. With the, the 90s. With the music of Yothiendi, Queen, Cheap Trick, Scatterbrain, <laughs> The Scream, The Jesus, and Mary Chain Tone Lock. 
I don't even know who half these. (laughs) This is on the poster? Yes, this is the same poster. Oh, my God. Wow. It has a lot of words on it. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a critical movie for people that are going back during Oscar season and looking at the careers of some of the nominees and winners because both Brendan Fraser and Kiwi Kwan are in this. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. So Brendan Fraser, this is his first movie, Kiwi Kwan. It, is, it was the one he did right after Goonies. And um, yeah, it's kind of this interesting source text. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. It's good. It's, it's fun. Good. All right. Yeah, I, I had a good time with it. That's interesting. Okay. But not so much this Pinocchio movie. No, I no. did not think Didn't that. Didn't enjoy this Pinocchio movie, did you? Uh, I did not think that Polly Shore's talents were well suited to this material. Uh, I don't think anybody's talents were suited to this material. That's the, yeah, I kind of disagree. I think he's perfectly cast. I, I mean, I, well, for, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think guys. anybody I, else's time would have been wasted. <laughs> but how do you like? How the fuck? How do you like? Like as as an executive of anything, especially now, like what makes you think I got a great idea for Pinocchio? Hear me out, Pauly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> no, what makes? Here's how it goes. It goes. Hey, Mr. Executive Man, uh, I'm Pauly, and I'm really hungry. I haven't worked in weeks, years, decades. I'm starving. I literally, I will do this job for a slice of pizza. Give me a roll. And he goes, well, I got this shit shit sitting on the back burner. Fucking take it. Dude, I swear to God, if you look, watch the clip on Rogan, Pauly Shore on Rogan, talking about his, his dying, or I guess already deceased movie career. It's really fucking sad. A lot of times, like, like you think that's a cliche of the washed up B-list, C-list actor that can't get work in his 50s or whatever. It is 100% true when you see this guy. Like, he clearly really misses being in movies. And, oh. and it made me very sad. Damn. And Rogan was like, why, man? Like, it's it's all right. You're, you're enjoying your life, right? He's like, yeah, but I miss being in my 20s. I, oh, I miss boy. doing Encino, man. I think he did, like, a... Um, he did the... Adam Sandler movie, Sandy Wexler for Netflix a couple years ago. Oh, and yeah. I remember from that clip, he, he said, uh, yeah, I was on the set and I thought, man, why aren't I starring in this movie? <laughs> you know, like I was around with Sandler in the 90s. He's a good friend. Why does he starring in a movie still? And I'm he made me laugh in this movie quite hard. He has some pretty good line readings. Oh, my God. These are some of the greatest line readings I've ever seen in any animated <laughs> film, period. <laughs> Nothing is correct. I just love I love I love, I love a performance where nothing is correct. Um I'm not sure he's the worst thing in the movie though. John Heater's really bad. Wow, John Heater is bad. Really bad. <laughs> and then I don't know what that one woman was doing with her accent. <laughs> it was jumping from like English to Scottish to Irish and then back to English. Yeah, at least the Guillermo Pinocchio kind of attempts Italian accents. Sure. Yeah, it does. they don't even try. Here. No, they're just they, like they, they, they try. They say "senor" and "senora" and "mamma mia." They do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's um, there are scenes that take place at a circus, and the people yelling out are Cockney British as fuck. Uh, that was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> it's like I thought well, it this... is a traveling circus. I oh, mean... but they're in Italy. <laughs> they're in Italy. What's up with that circus though? Being like all the circus goers are like. Last year was so awful. We want our money back. Tonight, we present to you a never-before-seen, one-of-a-kind performance. It's anything like last year. I want my money back. (laughs) That's right. 
Why are you there? <laughs> Why would you? Why did you come back for round two? <laughs> can, we, can we talk about the fact that at the beginning of the movie, Geppetto clearly tells Tybalt, you're a talking horse. That is extraordinary. There's no other talking horses in the entire world. You are a freak of nature, one of a kind, right? <laughs> And then every other fucking animal goes on to talk. <laughs> it is the and funniest the people shit, at the dude. circus are not amused. They go, I don't care about this. I already saw this act, this talking <laughs> fox and talking cat that are walking around shooting an apple out of the sky <laughs> without a gun. Just and pointing they, at it. <laughs> and they're they not amused. That one. They, they, they boo, boo that shit. Yeah, but a fucking wooden boy doing flips the same single flip on top of his horse Dude, is the most amazing thing that the we've amount seen. of repeated shots in this movie it's a shitty act it's Let's be honest. so bad oh my god uh by the way i i like to note like there's this running gag of geppetto making a wooden boy to fuck um you know that's well not, that's as old as pinocchio itself, yeah that's I mean. not pleasant or anything I, I, that's in the initial text yeah. i don't th- i don't think it is <laughs> is that really what's happening there what in what in this movie that what he 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 made this boy to like yeah comfort him yeah no Nico it's not no <laughs> I don't think so um, <laughs> no but like okay like let's just like look at real life here like if you had a blow up doll would you set it at your dinner table like <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> that's fucking so no. weird. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's, that's fucking... crazy. So, no, I don't think he's trying to fuck the little wooden boy. No. He put it at his dinner table. He wanted a company. He wanted, yeah, he wanted a company. He just wanted company. <laughs> that's right. But I, this this puts, I, I, I will say, this is the closest it's ever got for me because, like, this ain't a puppet. This is just a boy. He just right. creates it a boy. It doesn't even look like a puppet. No, I was like, what, what the hell is this And design? I think the horse at one point even says, that's the lamest looking puppet I've ever seen in my life. What, what's, yeah. Th- he kind of looks uh, – if any of you have ever messed around with, like, MS Paint or oh, something God. as a kid, right? He kind of looks like you took the animated shape of a character and then they just threw a wood texture on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally all it is. Like, they turned down the opacity on the skin and beneath it was a wood texture. They're like, yeah. there you go. That's yeah. a wooden boy. Like, doesn't even have, like, joints on his no. arms it's, or, or, or anything like that. Like, at least the original Pinocchio does that. Um, well, that's what puppets have. That's, usually, it's a puppet, yeah. yes. It's right. supposed to be a puppet. It's a it's like a mannequin that walks around. And Man, I have a bit to say on the animation of this film, actually. Oh, my God. The and animation. the look of it. Um, we have covered a movie that uh, this animation reminds me of. We did a long time ago. It's called Food Fight. Food Fight. There's a lot of a similarities. Film. A classic of Witat. Yeah. You know what? Food Fight looks significantly worse than this movie, though. Significantly worse. This, yes, I agree there, with that. There is an uncanny valley to this animation because it's so fucking inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And this is what I really want to talk about, right? Because all of the characters look horrible. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong. Making people or characters or animals, like, that's actually way harder than anything else. But when you look at the scene at night where Pinocchio is standing by the fountain and you see the light reflecting off of the ripples of the water onto his face, you're like, holy shit, these guys can do water animation like better than some real fucking movies look. I better, mean, better than James Cameron, you think? Way better. <laughs> Snubbed of a Best Director nomination, might I add. Oh, that's right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. No, go back and watch that scene, maybe, or maybe I'll find a screenshot or something if, if I can, of him standing by the water. You look at that animation, you're like, holy shit, 
somebody knows how to animate, but the rest of this doesn't look right. Yeah, so so you're saying it's it's weird how there are there are moments of like like animation that's actually fine, that's actually like decent to look at. Yeah, it's it's almost kind of Breenian. <laughs> like how Neil, like when you watch a Neil Breen film, you can tell he's watched a good movie before and he knows what it should look like. Yeah, but it just like can't follow through. Yeah, I I wonder because I don't imagine there's there was a staff larger than like seven or eight people. I didn't actually look at the credits, but it doesn't seem like there were that many. Or it was like a slave numbers. labor camp. Yeah, that's likely. It feels like maybe one person knew what he was doing and the rest didn't. You know, and he was just trying to elevate the rest of his animation group. You know, like a guy that had just hung around too long at the same nine to five job. Rather than graduating to the big corner office. But it's funny you mentioned that scene in particular, Nick, and 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 sort of like the, the you can see the movie cutting corners in that way. Cause you get because I think I know what you're talking about with the with the water reflections on Pinocchio's face. And then you cut to the clown, which is just the most right. raw oh my god, I hated that I clown. Thought the, the, Terrified I thought me. the cat was the, the, cat the was wrongest fucking, looking. The cat is Remember that app Talking it, Tomcat? Every okay, everybody who has talked about this movie has talked about the Tomcat. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I so went on funny. this fucking rabbit hole watching all these people's reactions and every time they get to the cat they say that, Nico. Yeah. It's so funny. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, my god, this thing I thought crazy though. Yes, that it does. cat looks so out of place. I think they probably just stole it from Talking Tomcat. It's possible. I think they just stole the cells. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, Disney's done it. Why wouldn't th- these guys do it? Here, I'm we need to send you guys a screenshot. It's not um it's not quite the scene I wanted to look, but it's another one that kind of illustrates the point here. Yep. Um I'll send it to you on uh on our Facebook chat here. But you can see like Pinocchio looks horrible, but then there's like a fireplace behind him and the fire looks like pretty damn good like they put more effort into the fire oh i see what you mean you know what i mean it's things like that yeah the, that like, just make the movie feel really weird yeah and you can see the moonlight shining through in the back there's like decent like specular right. lighting the lighting like is that. like it's not it's like they they were on the right track and then they just gave up <laughs> uh yeah the uh the the guillermo movie i mean is a real movie and this one isn't so that's the first difference mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of makes me wish that these things weren't in the public domain pinocchio yeah kind of makes oh, me like fond of the makes days you wish there was more i more ip yeah there was there was more like uh patent uh trolling happening you know like <laughs> that disney was buying up i know like disney's version of pinocchio was actually bad this year so maybe that's like a bad example but it makes me fond of the days when Disney just had an uh, you know an ironclad grasp on everything, and they were just enforcing their patents like you know the Gestapo's. Because uh, we need gatekeepers. There's been fifty fucking Pinocchio movies since the original. Have you gone down that rabbit hole and looked at some of those things? There's a movie coming out this year that's like Pinocchio in the Water Kingdom or something, and it's just Pinocchio under. It's like a Little Mermaid with Pinocchio in it, and. Uh, Horrifying looking Pinocchio's face And that looks horrifying There was a Pinocchio, Pinocchio in, in the space. water of life There you go Everyone's going the way of water now man they, they they don't get it It's the year of the earth now That's right We yeah. forgot about that We oh, gotta let people yeah, know yeah, We, we gotta send out their memo was, to yeah, Hollywood Last that, year was yeah. the year of the water Yeah forget, <laughs> forget They're forget late to the year. party <laughs> That's a good point <laughs> No yeah even Spielberg made Pinocchio with AI With AI so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because for years, that's the movie he wanted to make, and I guess he couldn't get the rights to do it. And Guillermo wanted to do it around the early 2000s, too, could never get the rights. And uh, yeah, there was another, there was a Roberto Benigni Pinocchio 
There were two of them. There was a live action one in the early 2000s, and, and there was an animated one in, uh, in I think, 2020. I don't know if it was animated. I think that was also live action. He's in it as Geppetto, I think. Is, is Pinocchio oh, okay. really like a fucking uh, money generating IP? Like, that's what why? I want to ask. Okay. You. What the fuck is going on? Oh, y'all like, into I, Pinocchio? No, fuck Pinocchio. Uh, I like. Fuck that shit. I like. <laughs> I don't care. I didn't like Pinocchio as a kid, and I don't fucking like it as an adult. Well, it is fascinating. Like the the theme that that Disney uses to show their logo is the Pinocchio theme. If you wish right. upon a star, I yes. mean. Well, that song slaps. I mean, it has nothing to do with Pinocchio. <laughs> no, here's the deal. Oh, boy. Okay. First of all, I really like Pinocchio. I do. I, I'm not sure I like it anymore because now it's, I've seen so many adaptations. Okay, I like the original <laughs> Disney Pinocchio a lot. And, I love it. And I, and I think Guillermo's is now my favorite. There it is. Um, I love the Guillermo one. It was great. Yeah, the Guillermo one's cool. Because it's like about fascism and <laughs> Mussolini. So Tom Kenny is also in that one, Nick, but he plays M- Mussolini. <laughs> so Tom Kenny, which Pinocchio character did you enjoy more? Did you like playing <laughs> Geppetto Mussolini? or did you like playing Mussolini? I like a puppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, I got to be honest. I really like Tom Kenny. Lifelong fan. As long as I can remember. Tom Kenny's a great voice actor. As He's actually fucking incredible. As I can remember loving cinema and television, I've loved Tom Kenny. But he has kind of settled into one fucking thing now. And it's just the pirate from SpongeBob. Mm. Everything is the angry pirate from SpongeBob. Oh, you're saying he's lost his range? I Yeah, I, I could. I don't know. Like In this, even this version of Geppetto, you could see with like a, an eye patch and a peg leg. You know, oh, I see. <laughs> That's all. Oh, my God. I, As I say, no, I love the fucking original Pinocchio. Like, yeah, I, so I, I, like th- the fact that he gets swallowed by a whale. That's sick. Oh, it's great. That's the best. The whole. What is it? Jonah and the whale. Is that the biblical story? Sure. Yeah. The squid and the whale. Nico. Oh, right. The squid and the whale. Come Yo, on. by the way. Oh, no. God, this is such a tangential show. <laughs> That's I, okay. I don't want to fucking talk about Pinocchio. Let's be honest. I, I have plenty to talk. I think Adam I, I still, and I have plenty to say. Oh, I still have a lot to talk about. I was struggling to be honest with you. I've done a lot of. I did a lot of research today just to make up for the fact oh I God. had nothing to say about the movie. Uh, <laughs> Fleischman is in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. It's a mini series on FX right now. It's like Rashomon, isn't it? Uh, eh, is it called Fleischman kinda. and it is in trouble? Or is it called Fleischman is in trouble? Fle- Fleischman is in trouble, Nick. Did you know? Didn't you hear? The world has gone mad, Nick. You're not answering my question. God, you're really Nick, fucking you're, you're, Fleischman you're, is in trouble, Nick. You're muddling the waters more. <laughs> I am feeling Lassie, what's more. that? A boy in a well? Fleischman, he's in trouble. <laughs> what's who's it on about? First? Hold on, <laughs> who's on first? The show is called quote quote uh, opening quote. Fleischman is in trouble. Close quote. Okay, is that the is show the in trouble? Okay. Well, I don't know. It's, it's a good is show. Fleischman is in trouble in trouble. The show is... A, uh, no, I think it's a miniseries. I don't think they're doing a second season. But I don't think that means it's in trouble. Okay. But Fleischman is very in trouble and you guys should be very concerned. <laughs> I texted Gabriel last night. I'm like, did you fucking hear Fleischman's in trouble? And he's like, I also heard there's murders in the building. <laughs> it's crazy, man. What's happening in this world? That's a good response. The world has gone mad. <laughs> That's a good response. Stars Jesse Eisenberg as an old divorcee. Yes. There's a scene where he goes to the Museum of Natural History. Oh, really? With his son. 
They pass by very briefly. You have to like squint to see it. They pass by the squid and the whale statue and his son begins running through the halls. And uh, I thought that was a cool callback mm. to squid and the whale. I don't even know if it was intentional. I'm sure it was. But Sounds the roles like have slipped. flipped. He is now the oh, divorced father. Very callback. interesting. I like that. It's pretty sick. Oh, that made you happy. I did the whole Leo meme, you know, pointing at the TV. I've seen like, that. Ah, yeah. squid and the whale reference. Yep. Good for you, Nico. That's all I wanted. Nobody to say. else noticed. No that. one else. Cared. Nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I wanted to ask in relation to this wonderful movie we watched. Um, Fuck. What? Um, isn't it just fun? I like because to me this is just Shrek, and it's twenty three years or twenty two years late. Um, <laughs> it not, is a not, pretty. Not that I. Not that yeah, I. Yeah, th- I see what you mean. Not that I think they should have ever Shrekified Pinocchio, mm. <laughs> but like, wh- why? What's the motivation? What makes you think that it's a good idea now? Especially since they're not making Shrek movies anymore. No, they're definitely not. And in, in fact, the Shrek spinoffs now, the Puss in Boots movies, have become into the Spider Verse. Like, P- apparently, that movie was great. It got nominated for Best Animated Feature. Yeah, it's actually on my list. I made. A, I just made a short list of uh, the remaining films that are worth watching. No, now that the Oscars lists out, yeah, and yeah. Uh, that made the short list. So. Yeah, but even DreamWorks has acknowledged, like, oh yeah, this this style is no longer um, relevant. Yeah, uh, this movie though, yeah, does kind of, particularly in the first act, like there's a kind of meta line in there about if I name him Leo, he's going to become a pompous actor or a turtle that eats pizza. Now, what should we name you? Giuseppe? Eh. No, I know a guy by that name. He's my neighbor. A drunk with a red nose. Maybe Leonardo. That won't do either. He'd grow up to be a selfish actor, or an artist, or a turtle who only cares about pizza. Let's see. Your name will be... Pinocchio. So are we pro or anti Pinocchio is the point here? Well, I don't know. Like I, like in a general sense? Yeah. Fucking fuck that shit. I'm against it. <laughs> I guess. Th- Here's the problem. No Jiminy Cricket is a problem. I'm sorry. Yeah. Where's the whale? Where's Jiminy? No, the horse is Jiminy Cricket Man, in this. Tibble fucking sucks. Dude. Why? I don't know. The horse Tibble. is the, the horse. Why is the- they name him after a minor character from Romeo and Juliet? And he's not a horse <laughs> in that. Dude, I I have a lot of notes on this, and like about ten of them are fuck this horse. I he's the hate, worst. I wanted to make this thing into glue so bad. It just <laughs> it, it is it is the worst character in an animated film I've seen in a long time. Yeah, you just think about like dude in the Guillermo movie. So they I don't think they call him Jiminy Cricket, but he's a he's another cricket, and he's a. A cricket that lived in the tree that Pinocchio was made out of. Yes. So he lost his home. He's also a writer. He like journals. Yeah. And that's it, it's very funny. I'm writing my memoirs. That guy. Didn't the regular Jiminy Cricket also like write and take notes? I thought that I was like know. one of his things. I don't remember. Maybe. Well, he I sings so. a lot of songs, Nick. He looks at the moon and sings here's songs. A, here's a good segue, though. Let me tell you something. As bad as these voice acting performances are, have you heard Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, Jiminy Cricket? From the the Zemeckis one? Uh Uh-huh. No. Oh, boy. Insert clip here. (sighs) Locked solid. Well, no. I guess this isn't what you signed up for when you decided to be a famous actor, is it? 
It's not my fault. I never wanted to be famous. Sorry, kiddo. That's not the way I remember it. It's bad, is bad, is bad. Wow. Um, That movie sucks. <laughs> that That is, like, I don't like many. I, I only like one Disney live action uh, film, really, and it's The Jungle Book, and that's kind of it. Um, that's a great movie. Yes. What about but, The Lion King live action was okay, too? It's not necessary. Nobody asked for it, but it was okay. Mm, fucking blows, you don't think so dude. i don't think it's what fucking I, th- I thought it sucked a million dicks. yeah I really it was quite bad so bad I'd, I'd rather watch the aladdin movie it's not as good <laughs> totally as like agree. <laughs> my my only thing is like why are we making live actions of things if they're not going to be better every voice performance was worse yes yeah, right. Every like voice not, performance, it, including James Earl Jones, who came back. The only guy that came back, he delivers a worse performance in the new one. <laughs> Beyonce as uh, Nala. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm of the opinion that the I don't I don't care that it looks realistic. The animation sucks. Animation sucks. Sucks. I, suck. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't feel a goddamn thing when I watch that movie. It's supposed to. It's an it's about talking animals. For God's sakes. Yeah. I do agree that. The um, the uh, Jungle Book one was really good. Yeah, really just good. reanimated, except you won't be able to see the faces of the animals. Like, they just won't be expressive. You know, they're doing. A, did you guys hear they're doing a uh, live action remake TV show of Avatar? I did. Yes, yes I did. Hear so, about that, like, right? Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. Um, the only thing I don't understand about this is, like, I understand you do the live action because you want to make a movie or whatever. But why are you doing a live action TV show of a cartoon TV show? I don't understand the thought process. Money. <laughs> it's about the money. Because suckers like you and I are going to watch it again. Oh, I'm going to watch every episode. Of course. We're going to eat that shit alive. So I'll so, complain that it sucks and I'll keep watching. Wait a second. They're doing a lot of live action adaptation of the entire television show? Allegedly, yes. Oh, boy. George Takai is in it? Really? George Takai, yep. Who the hell is he playing? He's is playing one of these... No, no, no. He's not playing an important character. Um, <laughs> oh. Do you remember in the show? I think it was like the end of the first or no, like end of like the second or third season or something. There was this big like spider spirit demon. Uh, yeah. Like oh, yeah, faces. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who he's voicing. Hmm. OK. Uh, Ken Long is playing Commander Zhao, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> I love. Uh, Adam hates that guy from old, but I love him. Uh, Daniel Day Kim is Fire Lord Ozai. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of no names as the kids. Yeah, should be fun. <laughs> I think the only thing they're going to do right is fun. not pronounce it Ong. That's yeah. about all I have hope for. Right, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> right to, there, you get a pass. I have to be, be to be totally honest because of the Shyamalan movie. Uh, every once in a while, this show comes up with people. I don't know why. I, I mean, just, just I guess they they just love it, so they talk about it, which is cool. By the way, are we watching I, not, not Knock on the Cabin for uh, this podcast? Sure. Of course. Sure. I think we have yeah. to, right? Yeah. Batista? In theaters, yeah, next week? Two weeks from now? Ooh. An R-rated Shyamalan movie. Yeah. That's First unusual. one since The Happening, I believe. Wow, so it's going to be good. I mean, yeah, he's batting it, a, a thousand in that category. It, it, it kind of right. looks like it's his like attempt to redo the happening without redoing the happening yes doesn't it well it's an end of the world scenario yeah yes (laughs) it's it definitely seems like he's trying to like be like i can do this i'm gonna run it back i'm gonna get it this time i promise uh 
I don't know. I'm a little skeptical <laughs> that he is going to be able to do that. I, but I am very skeptical. <laughs> Those trailers have not really enticed me. No. Not they, really tickling my fancy. Let me just say that. You know when you know, like, there's something just wrong here. There's something again in the Shyamalan way. There's something just not working about these trailers. This looks like it's going to be the dumbest thing. I love Batista. I do too. As Ru- you know, I think he is the best WWE turned actor of all time. That's probably right. Jonathan Groff's in it. My boy Groff, our boy Groff from Mindhunter. Ron Weasley's in it. Uh, yes, he's also like been on. The Shyamalan Apple TV show Servant for like the last three seasons. So have you ever wondered where fucking Ron Weasley's been? He's been hanging out with Shyamalan? Yeah, been on Servant, you know? Just just doing honest work, man. Just punching the time card, nine to five. Good old Rupert. I haven't seen him in a while. I feel like... He- yeah, he's been on fucking Apple TV. <laughs> I feel like it's, he's going to be really good in the movie and it's going to blow me away. And then Apparently I- Servant is very good. All right, all right. Yeah. You just have to watch it on your iPhone. <laughs> right. You have to buy a new iPhone so you can get a membership to Apple TV Plus. And... God, I hate that. Yeah, I don't uh... know if Shyamalan's that involved in it, but apparently he's good on it. All right. Knock on the cabin. Yeah, we're definitely going to We're definitely gonna do it. Okay. We'll we're going to knock on that cabin. Do it. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> what was I saying before? Oh, so the Guillermo movie. So they, in my opinion, update Jiminy Cricket for a modern sort of sensibility and they do a lot of like visually inventive stuff, you know, like Jiminy Cricket's house has been taken. So he decides to live inside of Pinocchio. And you have this beautiful shot when Pinocchio goes to bed, Geppetto puts him to bed and Jiminy is just ready. It's not Jiminy, but he gets to uh, gets to writing. He begins journaling at night and you see just the lamp inside of Pinocchio light up and his heart illuminates. And it's like really gorgeous looking animation. And you can tell that Guillermo has put so much time and thought into every shot. And here it's just like, all right, well, we can't use the cricket. So let's just put a fucking horse in there. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess like he's kind of Pinocchio's surrogate father because Geppetto is not really involved in his life at all. The, the, the. I feel like he believes that the horse is the father, based on some of the line delivery. Hmm. That horse is my father yeah. <laughs> at the time. Tybalt, I promise we'll go back to my father as soon as we see the world, and we make some money at least. But for now, since you're my talent agent, you can take his place. What? You want me to be your father? Well, this is somewhat unexpected. To be honest, Pinocchio... I never thought of our relationship as a father-son dynamic. And besides, I'm too young to be a parent, so to say. Just say yes. I promise I'll be a good son. Well, all right. We're going to run away from home. Fuck this creepy old dude. I want to go see (laughs) the world. And he goes, but if I'm going to go out, I'm just a wooden boy. I need a dad. And you're a horse. (laughs) So you're my dad now. And the horse goes, yeah, that sounds good. And then for the rest of the movie, they just pretend the horse is his dad. Like, they don't really, they don't even really make allusions to like, well, I'm just your pretend dad. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just your dad now. <laughs> Papa horse. It was so fucking funny <laughs> when <laughs> Pinocchio decides to go visit the fairy. Is it a fairy right? a or a fairy. witch or it's something? It's a fairy. It's a fairy, yeah. He gets this hot tip from one of the clowns at the fair. 
And the horse says, John Heater, again, like, <laughs> killing it. Killing it. <laughs> Dude, the voice <laughs> acting for John Heater is so bad. John Heater's voice acting here is just him reading the script one time. So one clown said something, and then another one said something. But the real clown here is you, Pinocchio, because you believe them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. God, it's so bad. It's so funny, though. It's so funny. God, I was dying. I was dying. Every line is just gold. (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) It's just like such a lack of logic and consistency to this world. Yeah. Um, There's a character we haven't mentioned at all yet who isn't important, but they're there the whole time, which is the um, detective Oh my god. <laughs> the detective. Oh my god, the detective. So we open with this detective who basically is just like wants to inspect Geppetto's house because he's looking for something. He's bored. <laughs> There's no like the only thing that I don't understand about this movie is they, they build up the detective to be a villain purely because kids' movies need a villain. Right. It already and has that's a it. But like he's also not a villain. I don't know what he's looking for, but he's He's going around the globe looking for Pinocchio, who he doesn't even know exists, but he's looking for him. <laughs> he's, he's for God knows what yeah, reason. It's like there's a living puppet, and Geppetto gets a knock at the door. This was also a very funny scene. Where th- yeah, I wrote it down. I, I wrote down this. I, I imagine the same quote. He goes, "May I ask who I am speaking with today? <laughs> My name is Geppetto." And it's like, "Sir, I'm standing in front of you. You're not speaking on the phone." <laughs> Greetings, my good gentlemen. My name is Geppetto. May I ask who I am speaking with today? I am Brioni, Detective Constable. Have you seen anyone suspicious around here lately? No one but you, Detective Brioni. (laughs) It's not a joke. It's a very serious matter. We're looking for tough criminals. Hmm? So, like, Geppetto's worried they're going to find this puppet and they're going to arrest the puppet for being a puppet? Like, that's the thing. It's like, can we not gloss over the fact that, like, if this line of reasoning was allowed in the real world for police to just barge into your home, (laughs) we would be in a really fucked up place. But it is the real world, Nick. It's a true story. It's true. Exactly. It's the true story. (laughs) It's like the fucking wire, dude, but it's Pinocchio. (laughs) Maybe this is also Mussolini's Italy. I don't know. Yeah, oh, at least, good. like, again, the gear. I can't even compare the two. They're no, not even, it's... <laughs> but the Guillermo <laughs> movie establishes that Pinocchio is kind of an anti-fascist. He's a hooligan. He uh, he mocks, he openly mocks the, um, the the fascist government at the time. And he mocks Mussolini while Mussolini's in the room. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable why an oppressive government want, would want to arrest this puppet. They don't just arrest him because he's a puppet. That would be silly. That How does he come silly. alive in the uh, Guillermo movie? Uh, Same thing, a fairy. Fairy. Well, actually, yeah. Isn't it like a Tilda Swinton? Like she, she's like a a spirit. She's like a spirit from the afterlife. Well, no, I think she's yeah. She's like a. I mean, it's she kind of looks like an angel, like a really dark angel. It's it's essentially the fairy, but uh, yeah, similar logic where this spirit comes and touches the wooden boy and he glows for a second and then he's alive. You know. There's this cool uh, dream logic, though. I love that. When Pinocchio dies, 
he has to like go to this waiting room. It's like purgatory, and there's a bunch of what is it? Bunnies playing poker or something? Yeah, they're like they're like decomposed bunnies playing poker, playing poker. And yeah. Tilda Swinton's hanging out. Nick, you would fucking love this movie. And Tilda Swinton's <laughs> hanging out. She's like, oh, Pinocchio, you blew it again. But it's okay. You're a puppet, so you can never die. You just got to wait here for a little while, and then you can go back out there. But the more you make mistakes, the more you have to hang out in purgatory with me. It's pretty good. It's not that bad though. Yeah, I wouldn't mind hanging out in purgatory with a bunch of decomposed bunnies playing and, poker playing poker and Tilda uh, Swinton in the corner absolutely yeah. play, play a few hands <laughs> yeah absolutely you're, you're totally right it's not that bad um yeah this detective character um it's 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 quite awful um th- I wanted to mention there's just I mean there's just some I, I mean I feel like we've already said it but the amount of just horrible choices in the filmmaking there's a shot where we're in the de- detective's pov and then for no reason at all we just cut to his asshole as he's <laughs> cr- crawling forward <laughs> it's a very russian choice it's, <laughs> that's right it's only something the russians would do imdb's page for oh this movie God. clearly does not have any moderators <laughs> Nope. And I love when that happens. So, like, uh, the Breen movies often have a similar thing. If you look at, like, the parent guide or whatever, you can just see people submitting, uh, you know, parental guidance stuff unchecked. Mm -hmm. So, if you go to, like, the sex and nudity section, it's like, Pinocchio is a confused piece of wood that will make you question the way you've been living your life. He will go into the movie being a fun-loving family man and come out a tutti-frutti dandy of a fellow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there, are, there are people in this film it is implied that someone gave birth to them extremely graphic scene can be imagined and the section should be severe this movie made my balls shrink which triggered a severe panic attack which led to me going to the hospital for 30 days for 30 days that's a hell of a panic attack <laughs> holy shit I love it's like there's spoiler warnings <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Pinocchio falls into a fire. This is the violence and gore section. He literally dies. LOL. That's another one marked as spoiler. Oh, dude, when, when the cat fucking shoots him, Jesus, that was funny. Oh yeah, there Pinocchio gets shot. That's a third. All of these are rated severe, by the way. You know how you can look at IMDb? It's all yeah. severe sex and nudity, severe violence and gore. Oh, man. I love that, like, nobody is willing to put in the work to, like, fact check any of it. They're like, I'm not watching this shit. Um, man, what, what else do you want to say about the... De- oh, the detective. So it turns out that Pinocchio's love interest, mm. Isabella, is that her name? Bella. Bell- Bella. Bella. Hey, buddy. Hey, <laughs> So Pinocchio falls for Bella, who I love so much. <laughs> That's right. I totally love her. I totally love her. <laughs> the de- detective is her father. That it's revealed because she has like a family heirloom as a handkerchief and it matches the detective. You both have handkerchiefs. Right. You must be related. And he goes, my daughter got kidnapped 20 years ago. Yeah, that was a fucking and hilarious then she goes, line too. And then she goes, I got kidnapped 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then they asked the guy the the evil circus owner who we should also say runs this circus that is a front for their gang activity uh there's another carryover yeah. from uh uh shrek by the way is that the the naming of your villain 
relates to like an expletive. So like in Shrek, the villain's name is Lord Farquaad, which Farquaad, means right. which means fuckwad. Right. And in this, it's uh, Mangy Fucko, <laughs> Manjifoko, <laughs> Manjifoko. So he he's and he I guess the story is that he found this girl when she was yeah. young. Uh, in the woods and has been her adopted father and has been, uh, you know, making her complicit in these illegal activities. But she, so wait, but this is very convoluted. She was kidnapped <clears throat> right. and then found in the woods and he kidnapped her ag- again. Is that the implication? Well, I don't know if she really remembers. It seems like the memory is kind of hazy, but. Uh, no, the story that she's been fed is that she was found in the woods. Right. The reality is he stole her. Because they ask him, the detective's like, listen, tell me, sir, what's the truth here? Because, again, this is Pinocchio, the truth story, and there's no lies here. That's right. They ask him, like, right. so tell me, and he's like, tell me the truth, and it will be used in your favor during the trial. Will it now? <laughs> Very well, then. I'll tell you the truth. I never found you. I just bought you, little girl, from someone who kidnapped you from your parents. <laughs> oh, my God. I bought you from a human trafficker, essentially. <laughs> Let's also talk about the fact that, like, this their whole criminal front here is that they, they do a circus, and while everybody's watching, they break into people's homes and steal shit. Yes. Why would you buy a girl and then raise right. her as your daughter? I, I, I could think of other reasons why horrible <laughs> people would buy girls, but, yeah. but, but in this case, why would you buy a little girl and then raise her as your daughter? What is the... You're a thief. You're not like, what is the? It's a more well-rounded act, Nick. <laughs> is that what it was? They I, needed a. Well, yeah, be, they needed a female. Be, they needed diversity. It's in because the it's because a talking cat and a talking fox ain't cool enough. Ain't going to get the job done. No. Y'all ever been to a circus? No. Well, I've been to Cirque du Soleil, so I guess I have. I don't care. Been to Barnum and Bailey's to come to Hartford every I've year. I've also dude. been to Barnum and Bailey. I don't think the, traveling circuses aren't a thing anymore. No, right? I don't think so. No. Yeah. No, they're like unregulated. I mean, it's just like it's just fucking people showing up with tents and just fucking doing flips and shit. No, you fucking crazy. Where did that happen? That sucks. You've been to a circus like that? I, I went. No, no, I, I went to Barnum and Bailey the, as well as a kid. The only the closest thing to circuses that still exist really are like if you go to the Ren fairs. Right. A lot of the acts at the Ren fair, they travel around the country and they go to different fairs throughout the year. Uh-huh. And there are people who have their individual acts. So they're like a juggler who like does fire juggling and right. they'll just travel to different. I'll tell you, when I went to the Ohio Ren Fair, I saw some of the same people that I've seen in the Connecticut Ren Fair. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Like they, they travel. Yeah. But the idea of like a big top, you know, three ring circus with freak shows and stuff, oh, not really God. a thing anymore. Yeah. I mean, Barnum and Bailey or Bar- what is what's his actual name? Uh, Barnum Bailey, his first name was the Ringling Brothers, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. They were like, um, fucking like Steve Jobs, just like going around. They were they these were like big, Steve like Jobs. no, they were. They were these like they were these greedy guys, and they would just go around and pick up freaks and make them travel around the country, and they just pay yeah. them a dime for every dollar they got. You know, by that the was... time you know we were children, I think they had sort of lightened up on. It was a lot more corporate. I think I saw it at the, uh, I think it was the Civic Center at the time. It's the XL Center now in Hartford. There, there was a cor- there's a corporate building somewhere filled with people with suits who were right. running the Barnum and Bailey Company. So it shut down a couple years ago, and I think this year it reopened, but they're they're not doing animal acts anymore because no. I think they consider that cruelty, mm-hmm. which I think is lame. Personally, loves animals. 
Yeah. What, why, why, I'm not going to go see fucking a trapeze artist. Well, were they treating the animals like shit? I imagine. No, I don't know. That That's not cool if you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. But like the... the I'm, I'm not going to defend anything they've done because I have no idea what they've done. I just want to put that out there first. All right. But uh, most animal rights activists consider just like, I don't know. Having if you pets. have an Yeah. If you have an animal. Right. You're a fucking horrible person. Exactly. Like it's kind of, you know. Yeah. I mean, listen, fucking look at how my cats are treated and tell me that's cruelty. All right. I'm not going to lie. Every time I open up a can of food to feed my cats, I go. Honestly, smells pretty good. Like, that's how good of quality food I feed them. You ever had a dog treat, Nick? You ever had a dog treat? When I was a kid, I used to eat dog food. Oh, my goodness. Wait, like like that, the crumble, like the Cocoa Puffs, that little shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Really? I used to get yelled at for eating the dog food. Nico's never heard this before. No, he hasn't. (laughs) I was really little. Oh my god! Look at that look on Nico's face. Hold on. I used to eat the dog food, and there's a seventeen years. (laughs) There's a distinct memory that everyone in my household had, which I remember as well. Which is, I had the dog food. I had it in my cheeks. My family was chasing me to get it. They got it out. Oh my god! They didn't know what they didn't know was that I had. Shut up. What they didn't know is that I had more. Shut up. (laughs) What they didn't know is that I had more stored in my pockets ready to go. (laughs) And I went back for a second helping. Holy shit. I used to yeah, when I was very little. I don't even know if Michaela knows this. When I was very little. This is incredible. Probably like not even in school yet. You know what I mean? Like four. God. Damn. Yeah. This is the best question I ever asked. Do you remember how it tasted? Holy shit. No. Okay, that's correct. I don't know. Like, I feel like if you were that into it, you could probably identify the taste. It was probably like it was probably like no more than a month of my life where it was happening. But it was, it was a, like a really thing. traumatic month. That's <laughs> for everyone else, I guess. Because <laughs> i I had someone like a couple years back trick me into eating like a like a a dog treat. It, was, it looked like a cookie, almost. It was like a sandwich, kind of looked like an, like it could be a, a like a knockoff Oreo, and I ate. Yeah, it. well, the Scooby Snacks yeah. look like yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, this tastes fucking weird. What is this? And then she's like, it's a dog treat, and I spat it out. Yeah. How bad did it taste though? Not that bad. Honestly, but yeah, the the food I feed my cats is literally um, shredded chicken in a mm. can. It's like I actually buy canned chicken that I think might be worse quality for myself. <laughs> yeah, that, you might be right. Actually, I pay a lot of money for their food, by the way. So like, probably if I could season that shit and make a nice, uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a nice dish. It's so gross. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, boy. So the the detective discovers his lost daughter and decides now I'm not gonna be a detective no more. I'm gonna just run this circus, and I'm gonna like employ my daughter and her boyfriend Pinocchio. <laughs> Dating he's now a real boy because he like saved her. I, I forget now. He he was a single tear turns him into a real boy. Oh fuck this movie. That's how it works. That's a true story, Adam. That's how it goes. Um, there's this. There's also this great moment where they're like, um, they the the villains in the circus hear that Pinocchio is going to go off and try and find the fairy to become a real boy, and the circus owner goes like, "We can't have this. I, I can't have a real boy doing flips. I need a wooden boy. That's what people want." <laughs> and then the talking fox and talking cat to calm him down go, "What do you really believe in magic?" 
He's not going to turn into a real boy. <laughs> what kind of world setting? We have a talking horse, a talking fox, a talking cat, a wooden boy. But magic's not fucking real. Uh-uh. Don't fucking believe any of that shit. It ain't perfect, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's also... Okay, you guys know when you watch Family Guy oh, and yeah. Peter falls over and it, they do the falling animation in one frame? He goes yeah, from, right. like, standing vertically to immediately <laughs> oh, yeah. on the ground? Right. When Pinocchio first walks for the very first time in this movie, he does exactly that. He trips over <laughs> Geppetto's body and he falls like Peter in Family Guy. It's great, dude. It's just so crazy. I'm a real boy. I'm alive. No, he's like, I'm alive. I'm yeah, a boy and I'm alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of the... I, I, yeah. I, I almost think the movie is worth seeing just for that moment alone. It's not worth seeing. You like when not you, absolutely it's it's not. a great it's a great movie, guys. When you the first uh, the expect it, like it's it's better for me. I do kind of just want to like have a joke movie night and be like, guys, we're gonna watch a Pinocchio movie. You, you need to be on just drugs. tell them you're gonna watch the 2022 Pinocchio. Ah, that's and a that's good. it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. if they Google search it, they'll find two other options that aren't it. <laughs> but hearing that voice for the first time was really something. God, it was just like this 50-year-old guy's voice coming out of a wooden boy puppet. And it's Pauly Shore. And it's Pauly Shore. <laughs> Pinocchio? Son? Alive? I don't believe my eyes. Oh... Alive! I'm a boy and I'm alive! Oh, there are songs in this movie, by the way. Dude, when they started breaking out into song, I'm like, oh, no, another. No. They're doing this again. Please, no. There's something... Okay, like, when movies... If you're going to put music, if you're going to put song numbers in your movie... There have to be enough of them. Like, if you have a whole 90-minute movie and there's, like, two songs, it's just... I hate that. It pe- it, it peeves me. Ooh. Well, I don't you know what reco- I mean? I don't recommend RRR. Uh, that's got a musical... You're either a musical or you're a fucking movie. Yeah. Not a lot of love for R in the Oscars, huh? No. Actually. I don't see any. You're sticking to one R there? That's how you're pronouncing it. You're pronouncing it R. R. It's it's triple. I know R. it's R R R, but it's actually rise we, revolt. What's the third word? Uh, and gonna, rage. I, was, I, was I don't make know. a bad joke. No, so no. The story there is that India didn't submit it for best international feature. They submitted another movie. Bad. Even though this is the one Bollywood movie to break through to American audiences ever, like, ever, ever. And it's good. Um, it's a good movie. Seems like a miscalculation. You're saying yeah. the nation of India gets to decide gets to submit one international movie. That is correct. Yeah. How, who decides the like the president? Like Joe Biden? What do you mean? Joe Biden? No, one? not that president. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think. Uh, is Emmanuel Macron still the, the president of France or is prime minister of France? I don't know. He's the president of France. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another international leader. Um, yeah, I don't think he's like. It's a uh, Modi submission. in India. It's Modi. It's Putin. Okay. It's oh, Putin. There it's you go. It's definitely Putin. Yeah, I don't think Putin really. I don't know. I'm sure there's there's a council or something. Putin's a big Fablemans fan. Did you hear this? Uh, <laughs> Is he? 
Is, are these the questions they ask him at the press conference? Not how's the war in Ukraine <laughs> going? They go. Did you like having, the Fablemans? He's been having a tough time over there, so he flipped on the Fablemans. <laughs> I like the Fablemans, but I don't. That Spielberg. <laughs> don't like him. Nope. What's the over under on Zelensky appearances this award season? <laughs> like, is he like going to the BAFTAs? I think okay. I'll put uh, five dollars down on Zelensky reading, and the best picture is Top Gun Maverick. No, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Zelensky announcing Top Gun Maverick as best picture. That's <laughs> he already did the Globes. Uh, he's probably gonna do the Grammys, right? You gotta do the Grammys. Dude. I forget if he was at the Emmys or not. I don't. I think maybe. Dude. Let me just say this, though. If you do see Zelensky at the Oscars, whatever category, it's going to be Top Gun. Absolutely. Because that's the thing they're going to pick him for. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, imagining him just walking out on stage for Best Picture. Him presenting an award would be hilarious. Fuck, I don't think he's presented yeah. yet. I think he's just kind of been like, we need your money, America. We need your money. Do you think, like, if Churchill, like, if award shows were that big in, like, World War II? He would crush the awards. Oh, my God, yeah. He would, like, like, pop up in between, like, montages for Blonde and fucking... No, he'd be hosting the Oscars. The Academy, I'm coming out in a state of nature. Do you think he'd be like, yo, get to Japan. Oh, boy. Get your asses to Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Begging fucking Austin Butler for aid. Oh, what a world. That's funny. Yeah, that's uh, the the songs of Pinocchio. The one thing I wanted to say about them, they're very funny because uh, (laughs) they don't really translate them properly. Or they, I guess, directly translate them. And so the rhyming doesn't really work. And listening to Polly Shore sing a foreign translation um, of a Russian song is quite amusing. Attention, please, my dear friends, I'm gonna tell you now. Some thieves are hiding gallow guests and robbing everyone. And using our shows, he covers up the crime. While the audience is watching us, the thief walks down the street. He opens all the doors he wants and hides behind the coat. They must be caught, come on, come on, so everyone knows who they are. We're innocent as lambs, and yes, we're more artists. The best reward for us is watching how you smile. We've been deceived as well as you. This is my ultimate question, my really, my last question of it, because they, they just sent this movie over, distributed by Lionsgate, by the way. This is yeah. interesting. But um, What a racket. I know. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. But, um, like, I don't know. There, there's a chance that this was a joke. Like, there's a, and not, not that the Russian studio thought it was a joke, but that uh, the Americans sent over shitty <laughs> dubbing on purpose. I think that's very possible. Maybe. I, I think, actually, I Heater mean, and Shore have worked on dubbings by this director in the past. Is that right? Yes. I, I don't think this is their first collaboration. This is just the one that kind of went the most viral. Okay. Oh I was going to say, because that it, if it was a joke, it would make sense why these two were casting it. But if not, if they've worked with this director before, that leads me to believe that this is just, uh, he's their uh, sugar daddy right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah last, last year, Polly Shore, Shore was in uh, 
in a movie called My Sweet Monster. Seems to be like a animated fairy tale. Same director. Oh. Uh, Roar Jesus, how do you pronounce that word? Pororo Pororo Five Treasure Island Adventure, The Big <laughs> Trip. The Big Trip. These are all. It has two subtitles. Or oh, is that a different movie? Yeah, this is a different. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, the Little Penguins. The Little Penguin Pororo's Dinosaur Island Adventure. Yeah, this is all. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll have John Heater and Paul Short. Is, oh my God! Isn't it sad that John Heater, his career is so bad now that they literally had to make another will ferrell ice skating movie and replace him with ryan reynolds they uh, did oh yeah i guess so that's right yeah spirited is the one that just came out this year or last year that's not a sequel Christmas. to blades of glory is it? no but no, i didn't say i didn't say a sequel kind of just as just another skating movie. okay oh that would be really Talk about another guy that just came and went yeah had a really cool like two years there he did Blades of Glory, Napoleon Dynamite, and Benchwarmers, right? Those are the big three? Yeah. And that was it. And then he just disappeared. Like There was that Napoleon Dynamite television show, don't forget. The animated television show. How could I forget? <laughs> I remember that show got canceled before the first season was over. I think it actually got canceled after the second episode. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, I was almost convinced that it, it barely made it to television. <laughs> yeah, well, Polly Shore I, and John Heater have that fact in common that their shows get canceled <laughs> after like three episodes. That's so awful. Polly Shore had like one shot at a sitcom, and it was like four episodes. Nah, I think we're good here, pal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, six episodes of the Napoleon Dynamite show. Man, you know, it'd be a great show. What you need is we need to get like a director, all right, who is really, really, really fucking talented, who can really work with people. And we need to make a show about the struggling career of Pauly Shore and John Heater. They're roommates. They're struggling to find jobs, to find roles. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm ready for like the Safties to like write a role or Paul Thomas Anderson to write a role for Pauly Shore the way they did it for Adam Sandler. Tarantino's 10th film, dude. Come on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. One last career to revitalize before he's out. <laughs> and now for my greatest trick yet. Can't you imagine? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pinocchio, do we have any other thoughts? We really squeezed a lot of lemonade out of this lemonade. I, I thought we did all right. <laughs> if you're wondering why there was no nose growing, it's because this is the true story. It's a true story. And obviously, noses can't grow. That's, That's fucking ridiculous. We all know this. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Have you ever seen a nose grow before your very eyes? Of course not. A long time ago, Geppetto built a puppet. It's pretty good heater. Out of wood. It's like a Shatner-esque with its pauses. <laughs> no, I think they're pausing because they didn't reanimate. So I'm sure the words in Russian are much longer. Like the sentence structures are longer. So they have to extenuate, you know? They have to just, you know, spread out the words to match the animation. Why did you make such an unintelligent looking puppet? <laughs> Fuck that. It's really good. That's really accurate. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I want to replace John here. Napoleon Dynamite 2, baby. We have your man. 
I gotta say, low key, Adam's really good at accents. Oh god, stop it! Stop it! With compliments. You. Thank, oh, thank you. Enough. Low right. key. That's love, the last. I love that. that compliment. Now we're really done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're out. We are out. Uh, cool, man. Next, Next week, week. Uh, Encino Man. Encino. No. <laughs> Encino Man's all right. Oh, I don't boy. know. If, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's worth watching. It's interesting. Just. To discuss the careers of these guys and the wildly different trajectories they all took. We're going to go down. Actually, no. Next week, we have a very important show. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, It's Groundhog Day. Shit. Oh, yeah. It is Groundhog Day. God damn it. That's right. All right. So we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, we will. (laughs) For February. I don't know what you're talking about. We're watching Groundhog Day next week. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be great. I can't wait for that pod. Well, no. I would say we'll be back in two weeks for February. What are we doing, though? I don't know what we're doing after that. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm sure something for Valentine's Day, right? It'll be the romantic season. Yeah, it's yeah. coming up. Yeah. Maybe we'll some rom-coms. Do, we'll have to do a rom-com or two, yeah. Is there anything coming out that's... Uh... We're, we're knocking on the cabin pretty soon. All right. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. That's so a good one. That'll be coming in February. Um, Any, I'm trying to think of something. Documentary month yep. coming soon. Just uh, yeah. So if you have any recommendations for a good rom com or something you want us to do for Valentine's Day or just anything you want to talk to us about, doesn't have to be a com. We just need the rom. Yeah, it's a good point. Like you can give us a hard R rom. You know, Basic Instinct two or something. Ooh, I've never seen it. (laughs) Have you seen it? Yeah. Is Sharon Stone uh, nude in that one? Not as much nude, Sharon Stone. Then pass. Mm. That's my criteria. Is she Maybe new? we could do a White Lotus season two. Oh, That's nice boy. romantic. How much sex is on that fucking season, Nick? I love that they actually actively ramped up the oh, sex. Yeah. yeah. Like, they went out of their way. They even, uh, like, said it. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you talking about? And the first season, you see a man with a mustache fully eating out another man's asshole. I mean, you also it's... see a close up on Steve Zahn's penis, right? What? In the first season? That's a great shot. That's a great <laughs> shot. No, oh it's my a God. great shot, Adam. It's a close up, but he's holding his dick up so you can just see his balls. <laughs> oh my God. It's a great shot. And it's Connie Britton as his wife just uh, kind of inspecting it. It's great. It's fantastic. It's Jesus what a great Christ. show. White did you did you finish show. season two yet? No. Okay. Interesting. Aubrey Plaza though. Oh, Aubrey Plaza is just dynamite, dude. Aubrey Plaza (laughs) has grown so tremendously the past, like, five years for me. I love her so much. Talk about an original. She doesn't miss, dude. She's the best. She really is. She's what everyone thought Mila Kunis was going to be. You know what I mean? That's a good call. That's a great call. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, she hosted SNL last week. She just has a vibe. It's just, it's amazing to me that there's anyone like that. Yeah. You know, like you don't believe a single thing she says. <laughs> no, that's the no. first thing. Every word coming out of her mouth is a lie, which is why she's perfectly cast in this show. Yes. Interesting. And you'll see there's kind of a there's a bit of a character unraveling in the final few episodes, Nick. And mm. it definitely plays up the Aubrey Plaza is dishonest angle. Ah, She kind of has a dishonest face. She's a great actress. She's so good in Black Bear. She's unbelievable in Black Bear. She's so good that in is Black a. Bear. Pretty good movie with an outstanding lead performance. Yes. It's one of the best performances <laughs> of that year. I loved her so much. She's good in Emily the Criminal, too. Yeah, yeah did you see miss. Emily the Criminal yet, Nick? No. 
It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's a good time. You might like it. Yeah. Movie show? Of... What is it? Oh, if Adam seen it, it's not a show. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Yeah. It's on Netflix. That's it's right. a movie. Well, on topic of shows, Nick, uh, what did you think of The Last of Us Episode 2? Yeah. <laughs> it's The Last of Us, isn't it? It's, you know, it's just amazing how much it's really just every cutscene from the game just put into a movie. It's, it's, I, I'm really, I don't think it's bad. Like, I, I really don't mean no, to I, shit I, on this show. I just think it's fine. It's a hard, it's just, it's good. It's just like, it's not doing anything interesting. It's just other than the source material. It's, it's just doing a faithful adaptation of the source material. Why am I complaining? I don't it, know. This is what everybody asks for all the time. But yeah, I, it's just kind of boring I as had a result. This, I had this conversation, though, with the with Jabril, though, because, again, I don't have the background of playing the game all that much. I played very, very limited spaces with that game. But um, from someone who you know, doesn't have that background. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty decent television. I like these characters. This is fun, but I can, but I want more controversy. I want people to be pissed about the show. That's what I want. It's not, I I was saying like, it's not even like a book where it's like, even when the movie or television show is close to the book, like when you're reading a book, the visual experience in your head is always very different. Like your imagination doesn't Mm -hmm. form what you end up seeing on in the adaptation, but this is more complicated because it's an audio visual adaptation of another audio visual adaptation. That's already a lot like a movie. (laughs) So it's like, I, I I don't know. I don't think they can win in this one, but people love it. People love this shit. It's it's no, like, like it's, it's weird. It's, it really is like very faithful. I think it's extremely faithful. And and that's all everybody's ever asked for, and that's what everybody gets upset about when it's when something's not. But I'm just sitting here going, "Are we going to do anything different? We're going to do anything interesting here? Like, I just, I mean, they have made some changes, but they're not consequential. No, but I, but I look, I thought like just as a as an exercise in tension building, there's some great stuff oh, on sure. this. Yeah. I like the episode. I was like, oh, this is good. This is fun. This is I like these. I like the, what these characters are putting themselves through. I like the conversations, the care, the 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 camaraderie between them is finally starting to grow. But yeah, I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't like it so much because I'm aware like it's just the game. It's just the cutscenes from the game. It's tough. I'm, I'm, I, I'm having trouble squaring this one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I find myself in this really weird position where I have nothing to complain about, and yet yeah. <laughs> I'm annoyed. <laughs> Any truth to the zombie smooching rumors I've I've seen? Oh on, on wow, social media. It's uh I, yes, I heard there was some zombie smooching. It's not what you think. Okay, uh, but I don't know what I thought. But <laughs> zom- like, like yeah. male- I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, I guess I, it's a spoiler, I suppose. Yeah, okay, I didn't. Uh, I don't. I'm sorry if I spoiled. I haven't watched an episode yet. But. Um, y- yes and no, Nico. Yes, there's zombie smooching, just not in that way, not okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> no, that's a that's a deviation from the game, sort of, <laughs> slightly different. Because uh, I always thought when I was watching The Walking Dead, why aren't these zombies getting it on more? You know what I mean? That's <laughs> they don't get it. I mean, that's they're not, naked. All the they're time. not. Get, that's not what's going on. That's not what. That's what I mean by it's not. No, this is more movie. like a uh, fucking like Dementors in Harry Potter when they're sucking shit out of their face. It's yeah. more like that. Yeah, sucking the life out of you. Essentially, yeah, yeah. It's bad. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I, I think I'm gonna let a couple pile up on the old HBO Max over there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna binge it. 
I think you'll just I think be, it's, you'll I think shrug it's good. it off, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. it's good too. I don't, I don't think it's great. I don't think it's like a, a, a show that's worthy of like critical acclaim. I think if everyone was just like, yeah, it's solid. It's fun. Um, that would be fine. But people love this. They, they, they love it. It's weird. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's good. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not but, even trying to just like hype up my opinion because like I have a podcast and I have a mic in front of my face. Yeah. Like I'm just genuinely like, I don't know, something, it's good and I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know exactly what you mean. Though I can't. It's this. It's this weird uncanny. I don't know. Maybe it's because we've been doing this for so long and talking about movies in you know such a specific way. I I I'm also calling it a movie. Look at me. But um, yeah, I I agree. I'm I, this is very odd cognitive dissonance with this show. I've never quite felt before. Yeah. yeah. All right. Guys, good show. Oh, thanks. We'll see you next week for Groundhog Day. Oh yeah, I'm so excited. We're finally gonna do it. Finally gonna do it's it. It's happen. Been talking about this for what six years? It's been a while. It has been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh we're gonna do the Groundhog Day bit <laughs> next week. Can't wait. Love ya. <laughs> Sorry, no more bits on the show. Just talking Groundhog Day. We don't yeah, do we bits. Don't do bits. That's not a bit. That's... We kill bits. See you next time. <laughs> we're the bit killers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of our new uh boy band. I was and just thinking, God, like, the big we killers? should release merch t-shirts that just say <laughs> bit killers. In, like, the ACDC font? <laughs> no, in the killers font. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's sick. Uh, that's <laughs> oh, God. All right, bye. Goodbye. Bye.